0: Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is your main man, a.k.a. Crazy Crockett, a.k.a. Andre's Podcast. Yes, it's me, myself, and I. Here I'm talking about worldly events, sporting events, life events, things that matter to me and sometimes may matter to you. I don't have no idea if you care about what I say, but I created this podcast so I have an avenue to speak my mind, to talk about the things I want to talk about. A lot of people are not sports fanatics and politics fanatics like that. Like that I am, so I have to go in two different worlds. Uh, I am someone with some form of 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 stroke, cerebral palsy kind of mixture. Long story short, I was abandoned. malnutrition, bad things happened to me, and then. I decided that this is a good way to talk about stuff like that when I want to talk about it. But today, I really want to talk about sports. I want to talk about the MLB playoffs, and I want to talk about the the NFL. Because it's Thursday night. I got to get my podcast out there. I got to do it every Wednesday or every Thursday and Sunday night to Monday morning. It's kind of the way I want to do it. So before the games and the, and, the, and then I want to talk about uh, the aftermath of what's happening. So we're going to start with playoffs. So this is unique. The Baltimore Orioles and, and the LA Dodgers are both eliminated from the playoffs. Two of the best baseball teams out there are done. Now, this is something that only in baseball and maybe basketball, like the NBA basketball, this is the only thing that really makes it hurt for sports fans. You think when you have the best team out there, you think you have the best record. You think that you can run through the system, get to the playoffs, go to the MLB, championship game or the nlb championship game and then make it to the world series not in baseball everything's about streaks everything's about not getting hurt on the wrong time Everybody's, it's about being able to see the ball at the right time And guess what kershaw on well, his first game he blew it didn't even make it into the first uh, he didn't even make it into the second inning all right folks so so Kershaw doesn't make it. By the time the third game shows up in Arizona, I am much more surprised than anyone else of what happened. Four to two. You know what? This is crazy. This is crazy. I had I was watching the game and I was, you know, playing a golf game on my phone. A WGT golf. Uh, that's one of my favorite and only arcade ish arcade game or video game that I play. I don't have the PlayStation. I don't have the the Xbox. I don't play the PC stuff. I don't do that. But the only thing I do play is the WGT T Golf, and it's probably because I'm a horrible a golf player in real life. So, 42 Dbacks beat the Braves. And the I mean I'm sorry. The D-backs beat L.A. Dodgers. I'm trying to go to two different places at the same time. So, here we go. So, Lance Lyon is a, was the pitcher last night. And and he had one of the strangest games i ever seen in my life. He goes through the first two innings looking really nice, looking really cool, 0-0. Zero, zero, nothing's happening. And then out of nowhere... He gives up four home runs in a row. I don't know if that's ever happened before, but you know what I do feel bad. I feel bad for Lance Lynn. He gets traded from the White Sox, a real bad team in the in the American League and goes to this dominant, dominant National League team with Mookie and Kershaw and anyone that you can think of. I Look, to be honest with you, I'm a Dodgers fan sometimes, and I'm not a Dodgers fan other times. I just like their uniforms. But you, but this is crazy. So he gives up four home runs. He gives up four home runs to Her- Rando Perdimo. He gives up one to Keita Marte, Christian Walker, Gabriel Moreno. Marino, I can't even pronounce those names. I again I wanna tell people that I have a speech pyramid. So so excuse my uh ex- excuse my inability to p- pronounce names that I, I can't or I can't pronounce. So there I am watching the game and four home runs go off and I'm gonna tell you something. Lance Lyon, Mr. Lyon himself it looked like he lost ve- 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 uh, velocity of the ball. And it was just kind of coasting into home plate. And and all these four guys just whop it out there. Just kill it. Just boom, 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 boom. Four in a row. Like four bombs. Four can- I mean, like cabo- four bazookas going off at the same time. I mean, I just don't know how to explain Lance Lyon's uh career i guess that's how you describe his 2023 major league baseball career right there that's it so i i want to uh, reach out to lance i hope that you don't have this as a way of uh putting down your confidence i want you to actually uh don't worry about it Um uh, come back next year Work out a little bit better uh, I would definitely would I would definitely in your case stay with the Dodgers if the Dodgers keep you uh, I think you'd be a better bullpen pitcher for some reason. I think guys who are iffy as a starter and you don't have to pitch every inning and you only have to pitch maybe two to three pitch uh, hitters you might be a lot better off. But saying that, let's go to the Phillies and uh, the Phillies and the uh, and the Braves. The Braves is the huge overdog, right? The huge big dog. Yeah, the Phillies. The Phillies with Bryce Harford. my ba- my favorite baseball player right now. You know why? Because he goes out there and he wants to play. He he came out slow in the beginning of the year of the year because of his elbow he wears a huge cast in the beginning of the year and he plays well he started as dh and he goes to first base which i am very surprised at how good he is at first place maybe i'm underrating or overrating first base because you know as a baseball fan it's not always the easiest position But it's not always the most difficult position. I think shortstop and third base, and the catcher, is the most difficult. Other than the pitcher, the pitcher to me, is the most difficult because, you have to be focused every pitch that goes into the home plate. You gotta know who you're throwing the ball to, where the weak spots are, where the strong spots are, where you don't want to throw the ball as a pitcher, where you want to leave. The ball off the plate at all times. But Bryce Harper, first base man, hits two home runs. So we got two guys on there. And it's already one to zero. And Nick Hestolonius hits a home run first. So it's 1-0, Two guys on. Bryce Harper gets up to to no to play. And he rockets it. Shoots it up in the air, just bombs it. It It's the best home run. It's probably the best home run I've seen all this year. He just kills it. He look him. He made it look like it was super duper easy. And and to come find out, he uh, he makes his rounds and he stares down Mr. Orlando Arcia. Arcia makes comments about. Uh, Bryce Harper miscalculating his uh his uh his running to second base and get into a double play so Bryce Harper messes up in game one and uh and Arcia makes a comment on Twitter and Bryce Harper doesn't say much it doesn't say nothing at all and he kills it and he stares him down. He stares Orlando down as he's making the rounds. <laughs> I think that's old old-time baseball. That's what baseball is, is really about. I was more surprised that they didn't uh, beam him or hit him in the second time around at at plate at the at the plate. But, you know, it's the playoffs. It's how it works. It's how it's what we live for. It's what we die for. This is this is October. This is what you know, baseball is all about. This is you want to win a championship. You want to get there. You want to be a World Series champion. And the F- F- Phillies, the Phillies, I think, are very strong. They, I don't, I think the whole lineup is really strong. You got Sh- uh, Castanola up at bat. You got Bryce Harper. You got Turner up there. You got. Just everything is just melting perfectly for the for the for the Phillies. I at this point I really do think the Phillies are gonna win the World Series. So moving on. Moving on to the NFL. This is NFL Thursday Primetime TV or Prime TV it's on um amazon i'm not i'm not really gr- i don't really like the games on amazon because i think most of us don't want to have amazon or don't want to have another subscription to a tv that's just to me it's just kind of hot hogwash but we'll, but we'll go to the nfl thursday night football denver broncos kansas city chiefs here we go. 1-4 four against 4-1. Four and one. You got the Denver Donkeys who are horrible. You got Russell Wilson. Can't figure out how to throw the football no more. Uh, Sean Payton is in there trying to save the day. Everything's looking real bad against the Kansas City Chiefs, which is probably one of the hottest teams out there. Kelsey is going to play tonight. Count on him. If you have him on your fantasy football team, there he is. He's going to play. I don't know how much he's going to play, but he's going to play. So here we go. So we got. I'll go through. I'll go through the wins and, and loss streaks. So the Broncos last five games. They lost two to the Jets, thirty-one twenty-one. They won the Bears. The beat the Bears thirty one to twenty-eight and then the loss to Miami seventy to twenty, which is one of the worst losses of all time. Then you got Washington Redskins, which is the commanders. Let's call them the Redskins again because they belong to be they belong to the natives to represent them in some form or shape. So the commanders are the Redskins, thirty five to thirty-three, they lose to them and then they lose to to LA to uh, the Vegas uh, Raiders, 17-16. One of the ugliest games in the world. I can't imagine watching that game. But the Chiefs are on a four-game winning streak. They beat Minnesota Vikings 27-20. Jefferson gets hurt. Justin Jefferson gets hurt in that game. So if you're out there, Justin Jefferson is not going to be playing uh, there's word out there that there's word out there that Kirk Cousins is on a trading block which I really don't know why because there's no one out there that would need a, a mediocre above quarterback that like Kirk Cousins. Michigan State guy, Michigan guy Uh, he resorts in Holland he's got a place in Saga or whatever it is. He grew up in Holland. Great guy, great kid. Uh, not I'm not a big Michigan State fan, but, you know, I kind of have to be nice to him because he's a, he's a, he's a Michigander. So, Justin Jefferson's out. Look at that. New York, okay, the next game, New York, uh, New York Jets, they beat them 23-20. to 20. That was a close game. I can't tell you the over-under on that game because I'm not going to because I don't care. But that game was a lot closer than it should be. Uh, the Chiefs beat the Chicago Bears forty-one to ten. Jacksonville seventeen to nine. That was a surprise. That that the Jacksonville. It was a weird game. It seemed like the Jacksonville Jaguars. It just seemed like they weren't ready. It just seemed that they weren't there. So here we go. So they lose the Detroit Lions as my team, my favorite team. I got Jared Goff as my quarterback. I got Detroit Lions as my uh, as my uh, defense at my uh, fantasy football. Uh, over two thousand people on Yahoo dropped the Detroit Lions defense. I don't know why. I mean, you kind I don't know why people keep going back and forth, and I don't know why people go keep going back and forth on the fact that on the fact that. They keep changing defenses. I think that's kind of stupid unless you have a real bad defense. So the over-under in th- in this game here, folks, is gonna be ten and a half points for the for the Broncos plus ten and a half. They have the over-under is forty six point five. I'm gonna tell you this, folks. This is what I would do. I would definitely lower down the over-under. Simply because you don't know if Kelsey is going to stay through the whole game. He'll probably play in the first half. The game will probably be like 17 or 3 or 20 to 3 or something in that region. And then what's probably going to happen is that by the third in the by the third quarter with about 8 minutes to go, they'll probably sit on Kelsey because the score will probably be like 27 to 3. I don't see how they're going to score. I don't know how the uh, the the, uh, the donkeys are going to score. <laughs> I, and thanks to Sean, he's he's uh, he's, main, he's calling them the donkeys. He hates he hates Denver's fans. Wow. So again, Sean's not here today, so I'm kind of doing them by myself. Um, Mahomes should be having a field day. Uh, Pacheco is one of my running backs of my fantasy football teams. Uh, when I picked him up, I thought he would do a lot better. I thought he would do a lot more, but it doesn't seem in that shape and form that he's going to do that. I think he's going to be a mediocre running back. I don't... He should be a lot better than what he's... than what he's doing. But here we go. Then, Then we'll go to... The Baltimore Ravens and the Tennessee Titan- Titans. Titans. Good Lord, I can't pronounce anything. All right. The question of the game. The question of this game is going to be this. Are Baltimore Ravens quarterback going to help Lamar Jackson? I think these guys, these, cor- these wide receivers for Lamar Jackson are A-holes. I'm going to say this the nicest way possible you drop three passes two of them are over 30 yards and you can't keep the eye on the football and i don't want to hear you saying oh the sun's in my eye or i misstepped or i misjumped these guys are horrible and is old beckham going to play please for the love of god if you're not going to play football and you just want to get paid then become An announcer, or become a broadcaster, or start your own podcast, and how ridiculous your life is. Okay, so they have the Ravens' sixty-eight percent chance to be Tennessee. I'm gonna say this clear. I don't know why they have sixty-eight point seven percent because that seems a bit too high. Simply because Lamar Jackson's doing everything. He's running. He's passing. The running, uh, the wide receivers are dropping footballs. Tannehill, I think Tannehill is not a great quarterback, but he's got the support cast. He's got A.J. Brown. He's got Henry. He's got a stabilized offense line. Can Tannehill stop making bad mistakes? That is the question of the day. That really is the question of the day. So if you look at If you look at, uh, let's see here, what am I doing? So if you want to look at stats, I'm gonna look at these stats right here. I gotta go down, go down, go down, go down, go down. So Tannehill has got only two touchdowns and five interceptions. All right. So apologize for no air for a for a second. Remember. If Lamar Jackson's gonna throw that many interceptions, or about two interceptions, or, or, or in the same game, I'm picking the Ravens. But if the Ravens cannot stop AJ Brown, and the defense have to go back to, the th- to a three-four and and stop the pass game, that means that means Henry's gonna have a field day. So. I really still don't know why they picked I really don't know why they picked uh, the Ravens to be that high. I think it's a trap game. I think this could be a really trap game. It's a way game. It's going to be a little colder. I know that both teams have played in the cold before, but without a sporting cast, I'm going to tell you this, folks, I'm, suppo- I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to look at the over under here, folks, over under in this game between the Titans and uh and the uh, wait in the uh, Ravens. Give me a minute. Give me a second. Oh no, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want Give me, give me, give me, give me NFL. NFL. All right. They got 4 points for Baltimore Ravens, minus 115. They got plus Tennessee Titans minus 105. So they got plus 4 for the Titans. They got Over-under is 41.5. I could see that happening. I could see at least 20 points each. And, again, this is going to really have to deal with the Ravens' wide receivers. Can they catch a football? If they can catch a football, they can score at least 21 points at least. And with Lamar Jackson able to run anywhere he wants to, he'll go and at least get one touchdown on his feet. And he should be able to throw at least two touchdowns with his arm. So that's possible. That's very, very, very possible. So we'll move on to the next game. The next game. I do not like how ESPN plays this out. All right. Here's an interesting game. We got got the Washington Commanders and and Atlanta Falcons. So, Atlanta Falcons quarterback is is on a winning streak at home. He's never lost a, he's never lost in college. He's never lost at home with Atlanta Falcons, Deshawn Desmond Ritter. He's got one thousand yards, four touchdowns, three interceptions. His quarterback rating is very low, forty-two point eight. You know. He's kind of the guy that you might want to pick up on your fantasy football team for a bye week. I wouldn't want him to be my starting quarterback. That's something that's kind of iffy in itself. I think he's a guy. He's got a lot of learning to do. He's got his first year. Uh, they uh, let's go to let's talk about. You know what? I'm going to do them a favor. I'm going to talk about the Washington Commanders. Uh quarterback, Sam Howell. Thirteen hundred yards, six touchdowns, six interceptions, another forty eight point three. I might pick him up as my backup quarterback when Goff is not playing. So that'd be an interesting feed. Uh let's go to let's go to they have they have fifty eight percent chance that the Falcons are gonna win. Uh that's probably fair and reasonable i i would tell you that the commanders are on a three game losing streak they lost to the bears 40 to 40 to 20 which that was a weird game to watch it was like them not learn. they didn't know how to play football against the bears i don't know how you don't know how to play against the bears the washington commanders are two and three and one and one on the road they have atlanta falcons three and two three and zero at home so that's very very uh, mysterious, and how the Washington Commanders play. Uh, they lost to Philadelphia, thirty-four to thirty-one in overtime. Philly got lucky. Uh, they lost to Buffalo Bills, thirty-seven to three. That was a not a shocker because the Buffalo Bills were coming off on the first week. Of the NFL with a loss, so I think they kind of put it to the Commanders. Uh, the f- they beat Denver Donkeys thirty-five to thirty-three. They beat Arizona twenty to sixteen. So they started real wild, started kind of surprised. Uh, the Falcons, the Falcons, are on a one-game winning streak. They beat Houston Texans C.J. Stroud's team, rookie from. He- Ohio State. They lost to Jacksonville Jaguars in England 23-7. to I thought there would be more points on that game. Uh, Detroit Lions, they lost to Detroit 20-6 to at Detroit. Detroit is looking very strong. The beat Green Bay Packers. The first two games of Love's career, he wasn't doing so well, but he wasn't doing so bad. The Green Bay Packers lost that game and Atlanta Falcons got lucky. Very, very lucky. Uh, Carolina, they beat Carolina 24-10 to start the year. So that's something that's phenomenal. I think everything's phenomenal for some reason, folks. So here we go. I'm gonna talk about I'm going well I'm gonna go the over unders of the Washington Commanders. Uh plus two and a half, minus two and a half for the Falcons. Uh over unders forty two point uh, the I should also talk about The money line is Minus 136 You know what I really don't know I really do not know about this game Because I have a feeling That the commanders are going to win this game I don't know why I don't think they have as much Well they have about equal talent Of the Falcons But I do think that Sooner or later, the Falcons are going to lose. And I think this is one of those games that it's going to be kind of a sleeper for them. You know, they're going to look at themselves and feel good about themselves. And bam, Washington's going to wake up and score points where they're not supposed to. And it'll be a timing moment for the Washington Commanders to score. So, I am picking the Commanders to win this game. Just because... Riddler has got t- way too much of a a great record to start out his NFL career. Uh, you know, here we go. I'm going. Let's go. Let's go to. Let's go to this game. Let's go to th- this game. That's very mysteriously. Let's go to the Cincinnati against Seattle, and Seattle is three and one. Cincinnati is. Is two and three now. The strange thing about this game is you got Joe Barrow, one of the best quarterbacks out there. You got uh, you you, you got uh, Mixon, who's supposed to be a phenomenal running back. He's only got one touchdown, 50, uh, 84 carries, 328 yards, and you know, I just I it's a weird game this is a weird team for you know for Cincinnati. Because I feel like Joe Barrow isn't really supposed to be playing. I think he's hurt. I think his ankle is bad or his foot. I don't know what's wrong with him. Some people tell me it's his back, some people tell me it's his ankle, his foot, or his leg. I don't know what is going on with, with Joe Barrow. But I can see this happening. They can win this game. 'Cause because of only because of Geno Smith. Now, everyone wants a dog on Geno Smith, but I think under pressure he's not that good. I think he got very lucky last year, so let's praise him about that. Uh Geno Smith has got eighty four for twenty one twenty three, eight hundred and forty six yards, five touchdowns, one interception. Good thing about him doesn't throw inceptions right now alright so to tell you the truth I don't know what you're looking at but I have to give you the over under of this game and I hate how ESPN I hate yeah I don't like ESPN platform but here we go they got Seattle plus two and a half so, they got minus 104. Cincinnati Bengals, minus 2.5, obviously. Minus 118. The money line is one minus one 158 for the Bengals. Plus 134 for Seattle. The over-under is 44.5. Tell the truth, 21-24 to 24 is 45. So, that could happen, but I don't know how bad joe barrow's health is when i mean health i mean his injuries so they got seattle on espn at 53.5 percent chance of winning over 46.1 of the bengals stay away from this game don't bet it because both teams are really complex i feel like they are not a good betting line for any for for any reason Seattle does have a three-game winning streak. They beat the New York Giants twenty-four to three. The Giants are bad, horrible. That is a misconception of Seattle. Seattle probably wasn't that good. If they only beat them by s- by twenty-one points, so they beat Carolina thirty-seven to twenty-seven. Carolina is not that good either. They got Bryce Young. Bryce Young's a rookie quarterback struggling out of his mind. Uh, I don't know why they have him as a starter. He should be on the bench. Please put that poor kid on the bench. Let him watch film. Let him see the football field. Sometimes it works. They beat the Detroit Lions 37-31 to in overtime. Detroit had the chance. Seattle capitalized. Good for Seattle. I think that game was the win and loss between the coaches. I think sometimes Campbell has not yet conquered his coaching skills when it comes down to calling plays or calling timeouts or any way and shape of what I'm talking about. They lose to LA Rams 38, I'm sorry, thirty to thirteen. And then they lose to the Green Bay Packers 19 to 5 that was a surprise the bengal's here they beat arizona 34 to 20 arizona's not that good they kai murray isn't playing i don't know where he's doing anymore uh they lose to tennessee 27 to 3 i mean i don't know what to tell you I, I just don't know why tennessee's that good uh they the bengal's beat the rams Nineteen to sixteen, which doesn't tell you much, besides you got two bad offenses going at each other. They lose to Baltimore twenty seven to twenty-four, and then they lose to the to the Browns twenty four to three. Stay away from the same game parlay. That's all I gotta tell you. Because Joe Barrow, you don't know what what player he's gonna be. You just don't. Uh, Seattle, I wouldn't go in the same game parlay. I may, uh, I might put this game in a parlay, in other parlays, but I mean it's fifty-fifty. Basically, ESPN's calling fifty-fifty. So uh, I would stay away from that game, to be honest with you. Uh, let's go to. Yeah, here's a good game to talk about. Indianapolis Colts against Jacksonville. Two, three, and two teams. Now, this is going to be interesting because Jacksonville has played in Europe or Great Britain for the last two weeks. And basically, they're 5-0 and in Europe. So basically, what I'm trying to tell you, I think the Jaguars are going to be could be called London Jaguars in about 10 years. I'm going to tell you why. I don't think Jacksonville has a population of 300,000 or even 200,000 who cares about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Last time I heard, that's NASCAR country. So I can see in the future that Jaguars will go to England or London And be the London Jaguars. And it will match the car, the Jaguars, which was created in England. So that'd be unique. But here we go. Trevor Lawrence is the man. He's going to be the next Tom Brady. He's going to be better than Mahomes. Yeah, I said he's going to be better than Mahomes. Now, why he's going to be better than Mahomes? Because Mahomes is going to get hurt running around looking like he's not Injured, but he is injured, and when the playoffs start, he's going to be injured. But Trevor Lawrence, he's got he's got a supporting cast. Let's talk about this kid. He's got Etini. I got Etini on my fantasy football. I picked him up right away because I knew Lawrence is a good it's a good combination team for for Mister Etini Jr. Uteni's got 96 carries, 396 yards, and three touchdowns. I should also go over Trevor Lawrence's stats. 121 for 180, I think. 1,200 yards passing and five touchdowns, two interceptions. So he's doing better than Dak Prescott. Anthony Anthony Richards for the Colts. Who's going to start that game? If it's going to be Anthony Richardson, I'm going to put my money, all my money, on, on the Jaguars. If it's going to be that Michitsu, can't pronounce that guy's name. The guy that's been floating around from Philadelphia now to the Colts. He's going to be the next, the, the next Nick Foles that won the Super Bowl. With uh, with uh, Philadelphia Eagles as the starting quarterback. So, at the end of the year, of course, he gets credit for winning that Super Bowl. But Maj- Majitsu, he's not going to be a starter. He's going to get screwed. I feel bad for him because he should have a starting position. I think a good place for for Majitsu should be Probably the Minnesota Vikings. If, if they want a backup quarterback for the uh, for the Colts, Cousins will make a good fit. If the Vikings want a new starting quarterback, Minshew is the man. I think he should get a chance. I think it's fair. Um, life goes on. That's what sports is about: adjusting, moving on, and moving on. He is is kind of the story of the day for the Colts, though, is the running back. You got Zach Zach Moss, and then you got Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor just signed a huge contract three years with the Colts. Makes me wonder, Zach Moss, what are they going to do with Zach Moss? He's got 89 carries, about 445 yards and three touchdowns. Now you're going to have a running back combination. Every other play, I don't know how they're going to do that. And then you still got Pittman Jr. in in the wideout position. So if Anthony Richardson can stay healthy or if Magichu can, can stay healthy or not get hurt, the Colts could go somewhere. So we also want to, We also want to emphasize the over-under here. And as I'm looking at my phone on this, uh, let me go back up to the Colts. Aha. So they got the Jaguars minus 4.5. So minus 102 plus 4.5 for the Colts. So minus 120 plus 164 for the money line, 196. Minus one nine six for the Jacksonville Jaguars. The over under forty four point five. You know, this is actually be a good game for in 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 within the same game parlay because you can get maybe maybe you can put Trevor Lawrence as an over under in passing yards. He's got Christian Kirk and I got him on my fantasy football team and he's phenomenal. I love this kid. Uh Itini Jr., he didn't really do much last week as a running back. Uh, but I think he's gonna blow out this week. Uh Jonathan Taylor, you could put Jonathan Taylor as your same game parlay and have him run at least fifty yards. I think he'll go I think he'll get that. Or even Zach Moss for 50, for fifty yards. You could put them both. And then you could put probably put I would almost wait and see which starting quarterback they're going to have. But I got a feeling that Anthony Richardson's going to get hurt again. I don't know why. I don't want him to get hurt. That'd be awful, awful, awful. So as my computer, it keeps going on freeze mode. No, not really freeze, but it it saves energy. Um, well, I guess the better the game for Carolina Panthers and Miami Dolphins is going to be, how many points is Carolina going to lose by? Because Miami's at home. They got Tyreek Hill. They got Tua as a quarterback. God bless America. Bryce Young is the Carolina Panthers quarterback. I mean, I really do feel bad for this kid. But it's a learning curve. So the Panthers are 0 and 5. They haven't won a game yet. The Miami Dolphins are 4 and 1. If you're on a suicide pool, haven't picked the Miami Dolphins yet. Miami's a team to do it. Uh, let's see. Tua's got 119 for 166. 1,600 yards and 11 touchdowns, five interceptions. That's Overachieving right now, I don't see anything stopping them besides themselves and injuries. Miami should run w- a run away with the with the division, and they should get far in the playoffs. Uh, unfortunately for Miami, this might be one of those games that's kind of uh, not. I wouldn't say a trap game because they're going to win. I would say that if you pick the over-under, you might want to go with the lower-over, or, or at least go with the under because they don't have their Devon I- Ichin. uh He blew his knee, so they don't have him no more. So they got to find a new guy. Hopefully a new guy comes in and replaces him, and Miami keeps going on and on. So unfortunately for Devon Ichin, he had 38 carries, 460 yards. Five touchdowns, 12.1, poor carry, but he's out. So all you fantasy football fans out there, you like, you know, you probably already dropped him. And by the way, don't think that he's coming back because I did that with um, Derrick Henry last year or not the year before when he got hurt with a Achilles heel. Not Achilles, but ACL. And uh, I kept him thinking he will come back in the playoffs. That didn't happen. So, you might as well just drop him. Uh, Let's see. No dead air. I'm sorry. So, I'm not going to go through any of the games of the Panthers because they all lost. So, there's no reason to go through that game. The Dolphins, though, the one last five games, no, last four out of five that beat the Giants, 31-16, 31-16, they lost to Buffalo Bills, forty-eight to twenty. That was a letdown for that game that they beat the Donkeys, seventy for over twenty. they beat uh, the beat the England Patriots, twenty-four to seventeen. Again, Mac Jones is not the man for that team, and Belichick is probably on his way out. Uh, I don't think he's gonna be in the NFL much longer. I think the Kraft family are gonna get rid of him. There's another I mean there's a better way to say get rid of him. Um so if you gotta go over under on this game, I would ESPN no longer does this over under. But uh the Dolphins are the Dolphins are thirteen and a half points. Favorites, so they're minus 115. Dolphins are plus 13 and a half, obviously, so that's minus 105. The money line is not even worth picking. Uh, the over under is 47.5. Do I think the Panthers can score 35 points? Yes, do I think they will go out of the way to destroy another team? Probably, but I think for the respect of the game and sending the guys out in the fourth quarter, like Tyreek Hill and, 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 and Tua, I think they might send them both out just because. The Minnesota Vikings and the Chicago Bears, two the NFC North division teams. This couldn't happen better for Detroit than anything else for Detroit. Having two bad teams go at each other, you got Minnesota Vikings or J- without uh, Jefferson, Justin Jefferson for the rest, of maybe like six weeks. Cook uh, Cousins, you know a lot of a lot of your Michigan fans, Michigan State fans love him. Uh, it made it a okay quarterback, uh, made it in, in the NFL. I think you're a very great guy. I just don't think that you're going to get another starting job again if you get traded. You've been there for five years. Uh, Stefan Diggs left you guys after that first year of you signing. Uh, could Justin Jefferson be the next Kelvin Johnson on a mid tier team? Probably. I mean, I almost compare Cousins to Matthew Stafford. But Matthew Stafford is a little bit better. So, the Bears. Justin Fields. Gotta love this kid for his heart and soul. His third year, he's going to be off that rookie contract. Um, here, let me go up. So, Justin Fields has almost 1,200 yards, 1,143 yards, 94 foot 152, 11 touchdowns, 5 interceptions. So, I think if you're a fantasy football guy, I think you keep Justin Fields, let him run ratchet. I think as long as he never gets hurt, he knows how to run out of bounds, would be a good team to – he'd be a good player to keep. Cousins got 13 touchdowns, four interceptions, uh, almost 1,500 yards as well. 137, two over – 137 – uh, completions over two or four attempts uh, his rating will go down because Jefferson Jefferson is out uh, the, r- the running backs for the Vikings you know Madison is in the guy that they hope for him to be I think that's part of the reason why the Vikings are struggling with a running game they don't have a running game uh, Herbert for the Bears. No touchdown, 51 carries, 272 yards. This is why you need a running back so your quarterback doesn't have to do the running and the passing, and it doesn't have to be everywhere. If your running back is always running, he's going to be out of breath half of the game and half of the play calls and then be fourth down right away. So Justin Fields needs a better support cast. Uh, let's see here. Derek Moore, I think, for... For... No, that's not his DJ Moore. DJ Moore scored 49 points on fantasy football. PPR league, I think. You know why? Because the guy who I played against last week scored 49 points on me. It was nuts. I thought I might lose, but I... Now I'm still a four and one. I beat him. Thank God for it. all my other teammates on my team. So, the over under on this game. Oh my okay, God! Here we go. The over under. Oops! 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 The over under on the Bears and the Vikings. One, both one and four teams. They actually have the Bears plus three points. And they have the Vikings minus three, which is nuts. I would almost take that plus three of the Chicago Bears. I have a feeling the Bears are going to win this game. Uh, The over-under is 43.5. Jefferson's not on the field. Cousins struggles without his ace. I'm going to say under 43 because I don't think either teams are going to score a lot of points. I think that's going to be kind of sloppy. I think just... I think the defense for the Vikings is not that bad, but sooner or later, those guys are going to get hurt. They'll be on the football field way too long. If you have the Vikings defense on your fantasy football, hold your breath and hope they don't get hurt. So, moving on to the next game. The San Francisco Giants. Giants? I'm thinking baseball right now. San Francisco 49ers. Cleveland Browns. This is a prudy for the for, for San Fran. Man, this kid's got it. This kid is awesome. This kid is ninety-eight for one thirty-six, just over, just under thirteen hundred yards, nine touchdowns, no interceptions. San Fran is five and zero. 5 and 0 and 2 and 0 on the road. Cleveland Browns are 2 and 2 and 2 and 1. Deshaun Watson I don't know. He's got 6 5 attempts. I mean, completions for 102 attempts. Only 678 yards 4 touchdown two two interceptions. I'm not even looking at how many rushing yards he has. He should probably do that as well just to make it more relevant. Um, Here you go. So, yeah, thank God for ESPN. ESPN does not even have his rushing yards at all. But saying that, he's got four touchdowns only, two interceptions, only 678 yards. This is kind of the bummer for for the Cleveland Browns. You guys have a great team, great defense. You you got uh, Chubbs, and Chubbs is hurt for some reason. I don't know where Chubbs is. Uh, Ford is taking his place. He's only got 50 carries, 186 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Christian Christian McCaffrey has got... 99 carries and 510 yards with seven touchdowns. What could you ask for more out of running back? This guy is phenomenal. He kind of reminds me of that Bobby Lane of the, Detroit, of the Detroit Lions, even though those two guys played two different positions, but they were much alike, a beast. The wide out that I have is my man. No, actually, I don't have this guy on my fantasy football team, but I had him on a on a parlay, which hit. Mr. Ayuk. Ayuk I'm sorry again for not pronouncing your name again. Uh, 21 receptions. Brandon Ayuk. 21 receptions, 378 yards, 2 touchdowns, 18.0 per catch, per run. With the catch This is a Phenomenal player I like this player I wish I picked him up On my fantasy football team I'd be very happy With him um, Let's go down to The streaks 49ers are 5-0 and 47-10 The Dallas Cowboys Suck They're horrible Tech Dak Prescott Throws for Three interceptions In a row how do you do that? I have no idea. You're on primetime TV. Everyone's watching you, and you are a big old letdown for the rest of the world. The Dallas Cowboys are it is not America's team no more. It's the Detroit Lions, for God's sake. So the over-under in this game, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if I can read and find it, I'd be great at my job doing this. Oh, my God, I can't find it. All right, here we go. Eight and a half points for the 49ers, minus 105, plus eight and a half for Cleveland, minus 115. The money line is minus four minus 420. It's not even worth taking the money line. So if you're going to put this on parlay, it makes more sense. But if you're going to do a... In-game parlay, that makes a lot more sense. Uh, the over-under is 37.5. It's pretty low for a game with the 49ers. They scored 42 points last week. That's possible. I don't think Cleveland Browns that bad. I think they just need to be more efficient. Uh, tell you the truth, I would, put, I would use the 49ers as a same-game parlay. This be a pretty good game for a same game parlay per prudy for how many yards he's going pass He let me down with only like two hundred and sixty two no two hundred and forty two yards I had them over under last week and he only i, I had he only had two hundred and forty two yards. It was a landslide thanks for the dallas cowboys they They ruined my parlay. Thank you so much, you pricks so the browns here lost to the lost to Baltimore 20 to 3. Oh, that was a huge letdown. Tennessee Titans they beat them 27 to 3, which is backwards. Uh Pittsburgh 26-22. We all knew that was going to be a close game. Uh Cincinnati Bengals 24 to 3. The Bengals are struggling. They lost to Kansas City 33 to 32. Again, stay away on the money line uh unless you're going to take cleveland browns and then win, which i don't know if they will but i don't think anything's possible anything's possible uh holy cow i'm going for an hour here folks uh oh this is a good one uh let's see let's see let's see let's see new orleans and houston texans Derek Carr against CJ Strong. You got a 3-2 team. You got a 2-3 team. Houston's 1-1 one one at home. 2 and 1 for on the away for the New Orleans Saints. Derek Carr's got 98 for 1, touchdowns, 2 interceptions, uh, 946 yards. I wish they would stop using that. Kid Hill as a running uh, Wildcat offense for, for the Saints. I think they should put him as a slot receiver and keep him as a slot receiver and teach him all the routes. I think it would be phenomenal. Or even in the, in the backfield, somewhere in the backfield, got to keep Hill on the football field. Make it happen. C.J. Strong for Texans. 114 for... 186, 1,400 yards, almost 1,500, seven touchdowns. This kid figured it out. He figured out the NFL. Uh, I think it's this a surprise to me how well he's doing. I'm very surprised. Uh, For someone from Ohio State, actually. So here's a disappointment for the Saints. Mr. Elvin Carmara. 33 carries, 131 yards, one touchdown, 4.0. Is he hurt? I don't know. Uh, he needs to be better for for the Saints in order for the Saints to at least win more games. Uh, we got Damian Pierce, 84 carries, 247 yards, one touchdown, 2.9 carry per yard. Another letdown. Houston needs help. Houston needs help. So, saying that, over under game. Oh my goodness. The over under of this game is going to be one and a half points, minus 115 for New Orleans Saints. The Texans are plus 105. I mean, I'm sorry. Plus one, 1.5 minus 105. I mean, I mean this game is minus 24 for money line for the Saints. The over under is 42.5. I would go under. I don't I don't I don't know. I mean this is a weird game. I think both defense suck. So I might be completely wrong. It could be over 42 points. Uh Houston's is plus one of six, so if you, I guess if you put them in a parlay in a other game parlay that's good to happen for you but i don't I don't really see the reason why you put this game in a parlay. You can win money, you can lose money, but anybody can lose and win. Do we need to talk about the New England Patriots and the Vegas? Raiders, I guess we should. Since I'm going just over an hour. Well, this is interesting. They only have the Vegas. Oh they o- the Raiders only 55% 55.6% chance of winning this game. Patriots forty-four point zero chance. One and four, one and one on an away for Patriots. Vegas is two and three, one and one. You know, Guapolo. I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't like Guapolo. I think he's overrated. Mac Jones is never gonna be ready for the NFL. Um. He got pulled twice out of the game. I would strongly pick. The Oakland Raiders all the way. Uh, I don't even think that Mac Jones should even start. It'd be like Zappa is probably going to start this game. Uh, Garoppolo's got 86 for 125. 917. 917 yards. Six touchdowns, seven interceptions. Could you be killing Devontae Adams' career? Shooting him in the foot. Devontae Adams is going to ask for a trade. I guarantee you. In the middle of the year. You know who should sign him? Detroit Lions. Please, Detroit. Sign him. Uh, Let's see here. Jacobs. 82 carries for the Raiders. 235 yards. Two touchdowns. Not big numbers. I think he's going on a downhill career. Sprout. I think he peaked when... When the Raiders were bad, I guess, with Carr? Well, guess what happened, folks? So here I am. I got to talk about this. So Jacoby Myers, which I accidentally dropped, is probably going to be the number one receiver if Devontae Adams leaves, which I don't think Devontae Adams is going to leave, but I think he's going to ask for a trade if the team's that bad. So saying that, if you have Jacob up, Myers, keep him on your team. Uh, it seems like that Goapolo, of all people, love this kid a lot more than Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams get double team. If he keeps getting double team, Myers is going to get a lot more football. But coming from the weeks ahead, they're probably going to put two guys on Myers, at least play zone defense, well, I really think they need to play man-to-man and have one guy over top of both these guys, Devontae Adams and and Jacoby e. Myers. That's probably what's going to happen. Um, So I think I'm going to have to talk about the over-under on this game. Wow, this is crazy. Two and a half points for the Raiders. Over the New England Patriots. That's nuts. Go all over this land of landmine. They're gonna win this game. I don't know why. I don't know. I do not know why FanDuel has this only two and a half points. over under is forty one and and a half. Do I think both teams are gonna score points? Yeah, do I think they're gonna score forty one? Yeah. I would almost put a I would just put this on a multi-game parlay. And you know you're going to win a multi-game parlay if you put games together with, uh, w- with the Raiders. I will say that. Last but not least, I want to talk with the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions are minus 3, minus 120. Uh, at Tampa Bay, plus 3 for Tampa minus 102 42.5 is over under. Uh, you know, let me go back to my computer and uh, that's oh my gosh, let's go back to the platform of the games. Where is my Detroit Lions? Uh, let's see here. Detroit Lions, and Tampa Bay. Four and one, two and zero on the road. Three and one, one and one for Tampa Bay. Uh, Jared Goff. Is this is a game that Jared Goff really needs to win. Not because Detroit has a four and one record and they don't want to get into a losing streak, but Jared Goff needs to prove to himself that he's a road, he's a road quarterback or he plays well on the road. It seems as though when he's not at home, he doesn't play well at all. I think that you it, anyone that has this over under or you're picking Tampa Bay over the Bucking or Tampa Bay over the Detroit Lions, you could cover that. That is that is a game that you could cover just because Jared Goff. I think you know, you're St. Brown. If he can't get a ball to St. Brown, he can't get the ball to Laporta. Uh, if Montgomery has an off day running, and I don't know why Gibbs isn't playing, uh, this is a game that Detroit could lose if they are not careful about just staying aggressive. Goff has to be very confident. Goff is, I'll tell you the stats for Goff. 111 for 159. Almost 1,300 yards, nine touchdowns, three interceptions. Those three interceptions are probably on the road. Didn't look that up. Sorry about that. Baker Mayfield, 87 for 125. Seven touchdowns, two interceptions. Just. Over under 900 yards. Uh, Montgomery, 88 carries, six touchdowns, 371 yards, but the six touchdowns are basically one game. So that's misleading a little bit. And then, and then Mr. White for, for, The Tampa Bay's got 6-3, carries, one touchdown. Um, 206. Rushing, not great. Detroit's defensive line can stop the running game. I think they'll give Baker Mayfield a lot of trouble. Uh, uh, Gordon might be double-covered. Mike Evans, you know, if you can cover him, you'd be good. I don't really think that... That Tampa Bay has a great tight end. Detroit should win this game if Goff isn't playing like the way he does on the road. If he plays like he's at home, it should be an easy game. Baker, don't don't out Mr. Baker Mayfield. Because he'll make that game more interesting than you can ever imagine. This thing keeps shutting off. So... Uh, let's see, let's see. Tampa Bay's got a one-game winning streak over the New Orleans 26-9. They lost to Philly 25-11. They beat the Bears 27-17. They beat Minnesota Vikings 27-17. Uh, the Bears, they beat the Bears 27-17. The Minnesota Vikings 20-17. to 17. And they beat the Baltimore Ravens 26 to 20 well last but not least I really have to talk about the Monday night football game well actually I got two more games left for God's sake I mean I got New York Giants and Buffalo Bills did I really talk about those two games I think I did but uh, recapping on what I'm saying Giants are horrible Buffalo should score a hundred million points to over but Buffalo is three and two Buffa- uh New York Giants is one one and four uh Josh Daniels is a different quarterback i guess he he's just not that he's just not that good I don't know why he's just horrible he's just very horrible um he's not the same quarterback as last year the Giants. Are plus fourteen and a half Buffalo Bills minus fourteen and a half. Obviously, one uh, minus one ten for Buffalo. Over under is forty four point five. The money line you can take the money line, but still, I mean, it's minus eleven hundred. So, is it worth taking the money line? Probably not. I would lower down the uh, the the amount that. Buffalo's going to win. I'll probably tune it down to 10.5 points. But, I don't know. This is one of those games that you don't really want to touch because it's not worth it. It's just not it's just not worth it at all. The Dallas Cowboys, folks, are horrible. And I got to feel bad for Polar because Polar was supposed to be the ace of their team for running back. Dallas is 3-2, 1-2 away. Los Angeles Chargers are 2-2, two 1-1 two, one one at home. Um, they have the Chargers only 55.4% chance winning. They ESPN and the whole world still thinks the Dallas Cowboys are good or relevant. They're not relevant. They're not good. Uh, I would stay away from this game. Deck Prescott threw three interceptions in a row last week. Don't know how you can do that. Uh, I guess he doesn't know how to read the defense. Jay Herbert. Seven touchdowns, one interception. 1,100 yards. Am I, I? This is the guy I feel bad for. Pollard. Tony Pollard. Supposed to be a pretty good running back. He was the second guy out when Ezekiel was in. Um, He's basically a backup running back. Now a starting 81 carries, 340 yards, two touchdowns, 4.2. A little undersized. Probably isn't going to be your ace running back, but he's decent. Fantasy football, you know, you might be looking for a new running back. Because as the year, the year goes by. Dallas. May not even play polo anymore. Because it would be pointless. Um, well folks. That's the longest podcast I've did by myself. In a while. I'd like to thank everyone that came in. And listened to my podcast. I'd like to thank. Buzzsprout. Hopping, I'd like to thank um, Apple, Spotify. i like to thank other uh, distribution centers out there. Um, I really should go through, just to make it fair for all the fans out there, <laughs> Fans, I should really go over the over-under 2.5 points. I would take two. Oh, my gosh. Thank goodness I'm over to So, Dallas has a minus 2.5, minus 101. The Chargers are plus 2.5, minus 112. And I should also tell you that Eckler is coming back for the Chargers. Fine note. Pick this game for the over-under. No, do not do that. 50.5 is over-under. Stay away from that. I would most definitely go... With the Chargers, same game parlay. Because I think they're run all over Dallas Cowboys. Doug Prescott's going to throw interceptions. Not going to look good. I'm finished. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I did it so unorganized. I'm watching this guy sell drugs out of my window. This is crazy. Everybody walks by. He stands there. He hands them something. This is nuts. So... Here we go, folks. Thank you for listening to Crazy Dre Podcast Show. Thank you for uh, showing up. Thank you, everyone else out there. Um, again, I'm going to try to do a podcast every Thursday and every Sunday to Monday or whatever, those two days for the recap. Peace, love, and I'm out of here.